Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Good Fucking Energy podcast. If you are listening to this on the day that I'm releasing it, that would be, hold on, let me, let me double check. (laughs) I, I know for a fact it would be a couple days after Christmas. I know that for sure. So I'm recording this in advance because I will be out of state on that time. I will be traveling. I'm going to one, two, three, three different states over the next three to four weeks. So I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes, I'm taking a little break. I'm clearly still active. Hi, here we are (laughs) uploading a podcast, but I am prepping all of this work. But obviously, like I said, I pre-recorded this just because I wanted to give you guys some podcast episodes to dive into over the holidays. And I know a lot of us have this time off work or school and just have more free time. And I know for myself, when I have any free time, I love to dive into my favorite podcasts or read my favorite books or watch my favorite YouTubers, all those fun sorts of things and always good brain food. Like I'm not really one to take in too much fluff. I mean, I love a good fashion YouTuber or some like vloggy YouTubers. Actually, I've gotten more into a YouTube phase lately again, but I most love more than anything to be taking in content that I consider good food for my brain and for my soul. So stuff that inspires me, stuff that helps me to realign, stuff that I find informative for my success or overall well-being. And specifically, especially lately, I've liked more feminine energy type content. And what I mean by that is not necessarily that that's the topic, but I love the way women, women, (laughs) like I just love women. (laughs) I love the way women do anything, but I love the way that women speak on topics, the way women speak about success, the way women speak about manifestation, the way women speak about spirituality. And that's not a knock at men at all. I definitely am all about divine masculine and divine feminine balance. And so I totally have my eras where I'm diving into more male creators and content to kind of have that like drive, hustle, get shit done energy that really can get me going, but I don't know. I've just been really leaning more into feminine energy and that's felt good for me in this season of life. And I always like to make sure to say in this season of life because it's also fluid and there's always this divine harmony and balance that's taking place when you're in tune to know what your energy needs in what season of life. And I've mentioned in a previous podcast episode that I felt myself going into an internal winter. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back. I think it will be three podcast episodes before this one. So not the last one, not the one before that, but the one before that. I talk about the season that I'm kind of going into right now. And when you listen to this, I will be fully fully in internal winter season mode. 
completely relaxed on my vacation, just flowing, taking a quote unquote break from work. What I mean by that is just removing any obligation, any feeling of I need to show up and be posting on TikTok or Instagram, or I need to rush to get this done, or I need to put anything out. I'm really not putting anything out other than things that I have already recorded, like this episode. More, and and to me, that's not more what I mean by not putting anything out is I'm not outputting energy. I'm just in this season of wanting to take in, wanting to fill up, wanting to receive. And like I mentioned in the other podcast episode, just like cuddle up with my books, <laughs> binge, listen to my favorite speeches, my favorite podcasts, just chill, go with the flow. So anyways, all that to say that I still wanted to provide some podcast episodes for you guys while I was gone. So I, by now, you would have already received the other two podcast episodes that I recorded in my time. So coming, speaking to you from the past, (laughs) I recorded them both yesterday and that is part one and part two of the new year intention setting podcast mini series. I haven't named it yet. So The name may be different, but it will be the last two podcast episodes that you'll see before this one. And I am going to film a part three of that series in the new year where I go into my own 2023 reflections and 2024 intention settings, 2023 lessons learned, where my energy will be focused in 2024, all of that stuff in the new year because I really want to give myself the time and the space over these next three to four weeks, or I don't know how much longer it will be by the time you listen to this, maybe two more weeks, to really tune in and check in and slow down and give myself that time and that space to reflect, to process anything that needs to be processed from the previous year, spot patterns, do everything that we covered in the new year podcast episode and in the new year intention setting guide, which I will link down below for you guys again as well. And really meditate on what I want for this next year. I really want to take my time in that. I take intention setting seriously. So I'm going to just be in this vortex of feeling over these next few weeks. And I'm really, really excited for it. I actually can't believe it. I leave tomorrow, which holy fuck, I feel like I still have so much to do. I actually woke up this morning to record this episode for you guys at like 6 a.m. as well as a meditation that I needed to record. And now it's so noisy outside. I don't I don't know why. I mean, it's 8 a.m. now. I did, you know, chill, do my morning routine, have my coffee. But I guess it's trash day and I guess there's gardeners outside. I feel like this is the story of my life in my podcast. I'm always telling you guys like it's so noisy, which is so crazy because I live very tucked in. Like I live at the end of a street on a hill, like in the hills of LA. So I don't have that street traffic sound, but there's always planes flying over There's always Amazon trucks or trash trucks getting stuck on my street because I live on a very narrow street. Like you would just completely drive past and miss my street if you didn't know where to turn. So I love it. It's tucked in. It's secluded in that way. But goddamn, it's noisy. But I think that's just city life. I think that's just living in LA, but noted for the next house that I am manifesting. And I'm moving from this house in just a few months. So 
that manifestation is underway. I can't wait to update you guys on all of that and take you guys along for the journey of that because not to brag, but I feel like I am a pretty powerful home manifester. I mean, we're powerful manifestors at everything, but I've, I've kind of got that home manifesting with moving thing down. Okay. So anyways, just wanted to update you guys, let you guys know where I am. If you're kind of wondering, I'm sure you've heard the updates in the previous podcast episodes, and maybe I'm still totally active on Instagram and TikTok because I've been intuitively inspired while traveling. Who knows? But I'm just releasing all of that obligatory, obligatory? Yes, I believe that is the word. (laughs) That pressure energy of feeling like I need to do anything or I have to or I should and just letting myself give that time to fill my cup, recharge, rest and if I feel like showing up, I will show up and just know that it is totally soul aligned. I actually posted a Instagram post about this so if you want to read that, it's the one. Let me see. It's, I mean, the cover is just my face but if you scroll, there's a whole little essay that I wrote out in my phone notes, as I do. Uh, It's right before, it's two posts before my most recent new moon post, (laughs) if that helps you to find it at all. But I kind of explain this break that I'm taking. And, you know, if I show up, it's because I want to show up and it's because it's soul aligned and soul inspired, but no pressure for myself. So like I said, if you are listening to this right when it's been released, it's a couple days after Christmas. So I hope that whatever you celebrate, you have been having a really happy December. December's almost over. It's almost the new year. I hope that you have been having a really happy holiday. Just honestly, I hope that you've been feeling into the vibes of the holiday season because I definitely have been this year and holy fuck, the way that that has helped with my seasonal depression. You guys may or may not know, but it's not much of a secret. I I talk about it. I've really struggled with seasonal depression. Honestly, now that I look back and with the awareness of seasonal depression and what it is for as long as I can remember, but the last couple of years hit me really, really hard. And I went into this year, I guess it was last year that I finally was like, okay, (laughs) This is a pattern and it seems like seasonal seasonal depression. And so I worked with therapists, psychologists, because I just was sick of repeating that pattern. And the holidays are a hard time for me. I will admit the holidays are really hard for me. I I don't know how I want to say this. I think some of you guys can probably relate to this and know exactly what I'm talking about. I love my family but we're different. And I see sometimes people with their families around the holidays and it seems like they're best friends and they all have like like the same interests and they all get along and it's like this big happy family. And it's like, they have like these grand meals and all of these presents under the tree. And not that it's about those things, but just, you know what I mean? That like vibe of like grand big family energy kind of stuff that you see posted all over social media. And I'm not going to lie, it gets me a little down. It gets me a little in my feels because like I said, I love my family, but I don't know. It's it's something that I still unpack and that I still struggle to 
I guess, understand. And I think I have a lot of like guilt around it for how I feel because I don't want to be ungrateful. I'm so grateful. And I hope that my parents aren't listening to this because I don't want to hurt them and I love them. And it's not that I don't love them. We're just all, we're just so different. We're so different. I think I've always been different and we're just not like that big happy family with the grand Christmas tree and the grand Christmas dinners. And I really struggled with my family growing up. So I think that I have a lot to still heal from that, that I kind of get easily triggered around my family. So yeah, it's, it's, I think the best way to put it is it's complicated, but I definitely get, for lack of a better word, triggered around this time of year. Maybe even I, I can own up to jealousy. I, I like to think that I've transmuted jealousy because I immediately go from jealousy to inspiration. But I'd say this is one of those things that I still feel jealousy of when I see people with their families because it's not something that I can really have, I guess, now as an adult, except for with my own families in the future. And that's always been what's brought me excitement and joy was even when I was little dreaming of the family that I would have in the future and the traditions that we'd have and the way we'd be and I want to have a big family with a lot of kids and never feel lonely and everyone has friends and everyone gets along and it's fun and yeah anyways that was a bit of a tangent but I'm just sharing with you guys that yeah I've had seasonal depression for a while. It was pretty bad the last couple years. And this year I'm feeling good. And I think what really helped with that is, I mean, there's many things that have have gone into that, but also I really fully leaned into the holiday season this year. So I really hope that you have been too. And also it's not too late if you haven't, you know, just lean into the season of winter, it being cold outside and being cozy inside with your blankets and maybe light a nice little candle, watch some movies that are comforting and feel good to you. Just lean into the coziness, like go get your favorite nostalgic holiday drink. For me, that's a peppermint mocha from Starbucks. I never drink Starbucks anymore, but I fucking will around the holidays. I will be getting that peppermint mocha. I have already multiple times, but I just hope that you're leaning in and if you're struggling right now, just know you're not alone. Please know that you're not alone and it gets better because I feel so much better this year than I have for years and I was scared. To be so real with you guys, I was scared going into this holiday season. I was scared when it turned fall because I knew the pattern that had I had repeated for years and yeah. Just want to share that. I will also be super raw and real with you guys that I have been on a antidepressant as well. I wanted to get off of it in the summer because I I got on it uh, when I was going through a really, really hard time. I was navigating just a ton, including a death in my family, the first death I've really experienced in my family. And I was really struggling. I have a history of depression. So when I talk to my therapist, I talk to my psychologist, or is it psychologist? Psychiatrist. (laughs) I hope I didn't say psychologist earlier, psychiatrist. I, because of my history of depression and all of these triggering events happening at once, we found it was the best option for me to just get out ahead of it and have some support 
as I move through all of these events that were happening in my life at once. As those events passed, as I healed and got better, I wanted to get off of it in the summer, but uh, it was recommended by my doctors that I stay on it because of also my history of seasonal depression. So they recommended, why don't you just stay on it through the winter? See if this makes this winter any different for you. And so I, I also want to make sure that's known by you guys too. It wasn't just, you know, getting the Christmas tree and lighting the candles, although I really think that helped. I also have had support and I just want to normalize that as well because sometimes we need that support. And who knows if I will get off of it in the spring, in the summer, um, and maybe I'll have some type of routine where I started up again before the winter. I don't know if that's a thing that you can do, but I'm exploring it, I'm figuring it out, and I'm always gonna be real with you guys along the way. So yes, to wrap this all up, I just hope that you have been enjoying the holidays. I hope that you are taking care of yourself, making time for yourself. If you haven't listened to the past two podcast episodes that I released, we have the New Year Intention Setting podcast episodes. Listen to them, they're great, and I'm really excited for you to utilize them as you set your new year intentions this year and for everything that's outlined up there. And again, in the new year intention setting guide, it really does require that you take that time and that space for yourself. So my intention for you is that you are doing that. You are making time, making space for yourself and just loving yourself throughout this season. So I will be back in the second week of January, I believe it is. So if I'm a little MIA until then, you know why, but I'm here. So I still left you with something to dive into. And today I wanted to do a little Q&A with you guys. So I asked you guys some questions on my Instagram at Arcanum Life a few days ago, and I got so many amazing questions. This could be multiple videos, honestly, but I'm just going to kind of scroll through and answer the ones that pop out at me and we'll definitely do this again. So if I don't answer your question, please be sure to send it in again. I will be doing more Q and A's. Let me know if you guys like this format, just kind of like a chatty, chatty intro, life update type vibe, and then some Q and A's. I think it's really fun and it's something that I enjoy doing. So I feel like I will easily do more of them. Okay, so one question that really, stood out to me and that I thought was really interesting because I relate to it. I'll, I'll go ahead and just read it to you guys. I'm dedicated with my manifestation slash rituals while in a depression, but I always seem to drift off track when I'm happy slash thriving in life. Suggestions on integrating. So first of all, this used to be me to a T. This was so me for Honestly, I'd say my whole life, specifically when I really found spirituality around and got serious about it, you know, I've always been connected spiritually, but when I was around 18 is when I found meditation. I started channeling, I started journaling, free writing, receiving downloads, and when I, I mean, it's no secret, hello, we just talked about it, I struggled with depression since I was a kid, actually, actually, so it's been a part of my life for a long time, but 18, 19, 20, 21 were hell. It was, I mean, so difficult. 
And specifically, I'd say like 18, 19, 20 were really, really hard. 21, I was like coming out of it a little bit. There was hope. I could see hope, but those three years were hard. And again, I had my spiritual practice. And when I would be depressed, when I'd be down, I'd hit this rock bottom and then I'd be like, okay, fuck, Brooke, like we got to get our shit together. We need to like pray, (laughs) literally anything, anything. Like I need help. I need, I would literally say that, like, please help me. Like universe, God, source, please help me. I would start meditating again, channeling, free writing, journaling. I would be on my shit to help dig myself out of that rock bottom that I was in. And then I'd start to feel good again. I'd start going out. I'd start partying. I'd start doing the things. And I would just put all my routines, my silly little routines that aren't really that silly because they literally supported me in living. (laughs) And then the same cycle would repeat itself. So I would, you know, slowly kind of decline again, hit a rock bottom, get back on track and so forth. So it seems like that's really what the cycle that you're on right now. So what happened with me was finally around, when was it? It was 2019. So I would have been like 22. I don't know. Um, But when I got diagnosed with my autoimmune disease, it was such a rock bottom then. It was such a, just an awakening moment, honestly. And a like, holy fuck, Brooke, you need to get your shit together for real this time. And I remember just making a agreement with the universe, with my angels, with my higher self, basically saying, I will stick to this. I will not go in and out of my spirituality. I will be fully in this. It will be who I am always. And I will be committed to it if you just help me to heal. And I kept that promise. It became so important to me to heal. And at this point, it was just kind of like, everything had added up. It was, and I, this is no secret. And actually I have a lot of questions about this. I struggled with an eating disorder. Like I said, depression and anxiety for years. I was a drug addict. I was just like an insane party girl. I'm talking like blackout three times a week and also just completely not taking care of myself, my body at all. Like, I don't even know how I lived during that time and overworking myself and then ultimately all this added up to me getting sick and diagnosed with a chronic illness like my autoimmune disease I've been you're told by doctors which I hate that it's you can't cure it that you'll have it forever which I do not believe but I'm fully in belief that I will heal my autoimmune disease and already I've had great improvements actually this year so that's something I should probably talk about in the 2023 reflections and talking about what I've manifested this last year because my autoimmune disease has definitely definitely improved but anyways I don't want for you it to take like a rock bottom like that to make that commitment but there's no really other way around it like there's no oh just you know listen to this 10 minute meditation and you'll never fall off track again it really has to be a decision that comes from deep within yourself and I say this all the time I say this a lot in align and attract my manifestation course it's actually in the welcome email when somebody signs up for align and attract how powerful deciding is and that not just a "Mm, yeah I'll do this but like a deep decision of this is what I am doing now, period. A commitment, like a contract with yourself and the universe saying that you're committed to this. And if you need some motivation for that, let me just say, 
It was after that moment that my entire life started to change. From that moment on, I'm prioritizing my spirituality. And what I mean by that is really making time to connect, to tune in, to love myself, to heal my relationship with myself, to care for myself, meditating, journaling, like working, doing the self-work, doing the soul work, the inner work, and connecting, making time and space to actually connect and being consistent with this, do, and making it a part. And it's become more, more ingrained over the years for sure. But starting to make it a part of just how I live, right? Like the way that you wake up and do whatever your morning routine is now, right? Even if it's just like wake up, brush my teeth, brush my hair, get dressed, get in the car, right? Like the way that that's just a part of how you live or the other things that you have that you do repeatedly that it's just a part of how you live. It's just your lifestyle, making spirituality a part of your lifestyle. And that's what I did. And now years later, it's just so ingrained. Like it's not even something necessarily, like if I fall off quote unquote my routines of, you know, meditating and journaling and doing all the stuff, sitting at my altar, doing my new moon intention setting and full moon release. Like even if I fall off of those things, I don't feel disconnected anymore because it's just a part of how I live my life being spiritually connected. So maybe it's when I'm just driving in my car or at any time, I'm just constantly in communication with my angels, my guides and tuning into myself. So practicing constant awareness, noticing how I'm feeling, noticing when things don't feel good, questioning that, right? Like, what am I thinking about? What's my intention on? Let me shift that into alignment with what I actually want. Noticing when I'm feeling good, noticing when I'm feeling lit up and inspired by something, because to me, that's a clue or a a piece of guidance for me to follow that feeling, that spark more. So just become a really ingrained way of living. And I want that for you. I want that for everyone. But it all starts with first deciding, making that decision that this is how you be now. This is who you are. Make it a part of your identity, right? Like I see clearly like my whole business is built around this. Like I see myself as like a spiritual girly now. Like this is just who I am. It's no secret. Anyone who knows me, like knows this shit about me, knows that I'm into this stuff. It's a part of my identity. And as I was saying too, everything in my life spiraled upward after this decision. And this is how I received the healing of my eating disorder. This is how I opened myself to first learning about holistic health, holistic wellness, mindset, subconscious mind, manifestation, like deep dove into all of this work and ultimately started my businesses. And what led me here, it was this decision. It's, it was such a powerful moment, but I don't want you to have to get to a rock bottom to experience this. So make the commitment, decide now and stick to it. I say with any decision, with any commitment, you decide again and again and again. It's not necessarily a one-time thing, right? Even with, with like a partner, for example, you're deciding every day to be with that person. You're choosing to love that person every single day. Even if you feel like, well, I have to go to work. I have to do these things, right? you're actually choosing to. You have the power. You could also choose to pack up your shit and move across the country tomorrow if you really wanted to, if you decided to. So we're making choices all the time, everywhere, always, (laughs) on everything. Remember that power that you have and own it, right? Whatever situation you're in, recognize what I'm choosing to do this, right? Falling off your routine, you're choosing to do that. And I don't say that to be harsh. It's just real, right? Like you're choosing to do that, whether it's unconscious 
or conscious, it's still a choice and you can bring consciousness to it now that you have awareness of it and choose differently. And I think that you're ready to choose differently. So hopefully hearing this now is that message that you needed. And I hope you choose differently. Someone asked, how do you find a tribe of spiritual girlies? I love this question because actually that was one of my 2023 biggest intentions. I think that was my number one intention for 2023 was to manifest community, friendship, relationships, because I had really, and it's funny because there's another question about isolating here. I had been isolating for a while. I think COVID really threw me off. Quarantine really threw me off. I used to be a very outgoing social person and being someone who had an autoimmune disease during COVID and being on immune suppressant medications, which basically means that I take medication that suppresses my immune system. (laughs) So I'm more susceptible, I guess, to catching catching something. So (laughs) I really was like hiding during COVID. I was indoors and it fucked me up because then I just got so used to it, right? That was years. And I got used to just being isolated, essentially. And I really started to see it take a toll on me. I really started to feel unhappy in that area of my life. I share in scale and align and attract my my programs, this wheel of alignment. And you rate the different sections of your life with, you know, your happiness in each of them. And my social was already always so low, like the lowest it could be. And everything else was great, but social was so low. And so I knew last year that that needed to be something that, I didn't want to go another year of. And I'm still working to improve it more and more. I'm still building friendships and relationships. You know, like I really miss those friendships that I had when I was like in high school or college where it's like your best fucking friends, like sleepovers. You're just with them all the time. You do every little thing together. But I've also been in a relationship for the last four years And I've been a little secluded in that relationship. So that's something that we've been working through and healing this year as well. Um, I felt really like parts of myself have been, I've been kept from being certain parts of myself, like my social self, my outgoing self. And knowing how to still be that while being in a relationship has been this thing we've been figuring out. And I think finally last year, I just got sick of it. And I woke up and realized, like I just told you guys, this is my choice. Like I am choosing to let myself be secluded. I am choosing to keep myself in this situation where I feel like a part of me isn't allowed to shine. And I started to speak up. I started to make change and decide for change. And so a part of that, like I said, was setting that intention at the start of 2023 to manifest soul aligned friendships and soul aligned community that year. And oddly enough, like this just shows manifestation, right? Because I didn't go out and do anything. Like I didn't go out and try to look for friends. I don't even know (laughs) where I would do that. Like I didn't, Of course, you know, we have the internet at our fingertips, which is such a blessing because you totally can reach out to people and be like, hey, I think you're cool. We should be friends. We should hang out. And I guess I have done that a couple of times, but I also had people just reaching out to me. It really was that energy of just setting the intention out, 
letting it go and calling those soul line friendships in. And I've manifested so many amazing people into my life over the last year, have started building so many amazing friendships. But this one group that I can specifically think of, we call ourselves the coven. And just the way we all came together, it's four of us. So fucking coven energy, am I right? And the way that we all came together is insane. It really was like we all manifested each other all at the same time. We were all calling in the same thing and we all just got connected and immediately had this like sister bond, like previous lifetime kind of shit. And really all it was, was us setting that intention. We all just happened to set that intention at the same time. And I really was calling in a coven, like a group of my witch sisters, truly. And so it it was wild. I mean, we had all these moments of awe when we met up and we were in Sedona together and we were just all in absolute awe. Like, holy fuck, we did this. We called each other together. And the way we all so incredibly balance each other out, we, we really are like earth, wind, fire, and water. And we're all so different, but bring such harmony and balance together. It's incredible. And that really was from setting the intention. So what I believe, especially after living this, and trust me, if you would have told me in 2022, all you need to do is set the intention. I'd be, I'd be saying like, no, where do I go to make friends? What do I do to make friends? Like I was putting myself in this, like I must do something, but that's not manifestation. That's not being in that feminine receptive energy of letting it flow into your life. And so I leaned back and I just set the intention I put it out there and trust that your friends, those girls or guys that you're calling in, those soul aligned relationships, trust that they're calling you in too. And the universe is hearing your prayer, essentially, your your intention, your wish, and is aligning just like what I believe in when you're manifesting love is aligning that perfect person or those perfect people for you guys to come together and meet at the point of evolution that you're meant to meet at when you're meant to meet and when you're meant to come together. I truly, truly believe that. Because for example, if these girls would have tried to come into my life in 2022, I wouldn't have been really available in friendships just because of the things that I was navigating in my life and the way that I was still in that blinded to how secluded I was being, how isolated I was. And I wasn't yet awake to, holy fuck, this is going on and I need to change this. I need to stand up for myself and decide not to let myself be held back anymore and let myself make friends and have other relationships outside of my romantic relationship. Friendship relationships, obviously. I mean, if you're open, more power to you, but that's what I mean here. (laughs) So yeah, I say set the intention. Also, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Like if you do feel just kind of like a connection with someone, like if you're just kind of like, wow, I think me and this person are a lot alike. And I think we would actually be friends. Trust that too. Trust that that in itself is like an intuitive nudge from the universe to be like, hey, put yourself out there, reach out to them. Because like I said, that's how I've made the friends that I made was they reach out to me, then they connected me to other people. And also I've reached out to some people and just been like, hey, I feel like we're so similar. We should be friends. (laughs) 
Or like, do you live, because I live in LA, like, do you live in LA? And then from there, just kind of a conversation sparks and we hang out. But yeah, it's been really cool to see that manifestation come through because it's been something that I've been deeply desiring. I mean, my soul has been craving it, craving it, especially female connection. I don't have a lot of female connection in my life and I have a lot of sister wounds. So wounds from previous friendships, wounds from mine and my mother's relationship growing up. And it was something that my soul was so ready to heal this year. Now looking back, hindsight is 2020, and I can see that I think a big portion of that was my soul was trying to guide me more into this more feminine era that I'm entering into now. I, I say it's like the initiation into womanhood and really embracing being a woman and all that, the magic that comes with that. And I think a huge portion of that, that my soul, my higher self, the universe knew was needed to fully step into that era and to heal my relationship with the feminine completely within myself was to also heal it externally in my relationship with women outside of me. So all in divine timing, my love. But again, set the intention and then follow the nudges and don't be afraid to put yourself out there. God, I have so many questions that I want to answer here, but... This episode was already long. I think I'm going to save these and answer a lot of them in the new year as well. So just know that. Just know your answers may still be answered in, or your questions may still be answered when I film, because I'm going to film that part three of the intention new year intention setting podcast series. And then I'll, I'll film more of these in the new year as well, because there's so many good ones. Okay, this is a big topic, but I did get a couple questions on this, so I definitely want to talk to you guys about it because I know it's in need right now, right? So someone said, how to deal with disordered eating slash body image struggles in an aligned way. And I also got DMs asking to have a body image chat. So again, this is such a big topic, but let's go into this. So I've shared with you guys before my struggles with body image, my struggles with disordered eating, and that's the time that I look back on that I get the most emotional about because I think when you're out of it, you look back at that, I mean, it feels like a different self. It feels like a different life. I cannot believe the things that I used to do to my body because my relationship with my body now is... <laughs> I know this is so, this is like, you know, when people take an acid trip and they're like, they have like a phrase from it and you're like, okay, I don't really know what that means. <laughs> but they're like, like, for example, one time I did acid and me and my friend who I did it with, we were like, it just is like, it is. And it meant so much to us. We're like, it, it is, it is. And like, I, I have that knowing in my body, but it's hard to vocalize. Like, how do I vocalize that? right? That feeling of like understanding that it is like all is, right? I mean, my friend have it tattooed on our, our arms now, but how, like, how do we share that with people? How do you share that understanding unless somebody's really felt it? But what I want to share with you in regards to body image and the awakening that I have, and I'm going to try to make this hit for you as much as I can, the way that it hits for me, but like, holy fuck, this is my body. This is my body like my soul chose to be in this life in this world to incarnate here during this time 
into this body. And this body is my vessel for my soul. If this body cannot function, my soul cannot function and do what it's meant to do here on this earth. My body is of earth, right? My body is, is natural. Our body is our shell. And that, that isn't to make our body any less than. It's incredible. I mean, like I'm looking at my hands now and like rubbing my arms and just like, it's incredible. It's natural. It's as natural as a tree outside or an apple you eat, right? It's organic. It's of earth. It's grown here. But our soul, our infinite soul embodies it now, animates it now, gives it this consciousness, gives it this light. And it's this vessel for us to express our soul from, for our soul to live in. And so if we don't support this body, we don't support our soul to do what our soul is here to do. And there is so much life for us to live here. There's a reason why you came here now. And you may not know it yet. That's okay. You may not know it for some time. That's okay. What you're doing right now is you're just experiencing you're taking things in, you're living, and all of this will add up. It will. Even for example, right? Like I'm able to speak to you about this right now because I went through those incredibly dark years. And at that time, I would have never, this was not on my bingo card. (laughs) Like I would have never been like, oh yeah, and I'm going to be making a podcast about this in a couple of years. Like, no, I had no idea what I was doing at that time with my life. I actually felt very, very lost completely at that time. And I think when you see someone who has created success in their life, that's hard to believe that, oh, at one time they were completely in the dark too, but I was, (laughs) I promise you I was. So just know that. But that time, that space being in the dark, being at rock bottom has given me so much strength and so many amazing traits and skills and abilities now to be able to relate to you, to be able to help you to do what I do from a different point of view of someone who is familiar with the darkness, right? And personally, when I was getting into this space, when I was seeking out people to follow and learn from about spirituality, manifestation, all this kind of stuff. I had a hard time finding people that I really related to because I have that part of me that will always be in me that exists as a part of me, right? I don't try to remove that version of myself. Like she is in me and I love her and she's integrated. She's healed now, but that dark part of me, right? Like I still have that and I understand the darkness and maybe it's my Gemini sun or my Scorpio moon. I have that duality within me that is just a part of me and I I couldn't really find other people that I felt like I could resonate with. And that's part of what inspired me to do this work because I knew, okay, well shit, if I feel this way, there's probably a lot of other people who also feel this way and are looking for their person who's going to click with them. And if I have this information to share and I've lived it, I've experienced it and I can help people through my lived experience and what's worked for me, I'm doing the world a disservice by not showing up and sharing it. And I share this with you to let you know that there's no need to feel this shame. I felt very shameful for a while. Like, holy fuck, I can't believe that was me. I can't believe I did that. But I integrated that part of me, that version of me. I see her and what she was going through and the pain that she felt. And she was doing the best that she could with what she had available to her at that time. And I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. I didn't have the understanding that I have now. I hadn't yet fully embodied that 
aha of holy shit, this is my body. <laughs> and yeah, I might be in like a dark hole right now and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life and everything's feel, everything feels chaotic and weird and crazy, but there's so much life for me to live and I get to utilize all of this to grow from, to learn from. And at any moment I can decide to change my life. And if I'm going to want to change my life, And if I want to manifest those things that I want to manifest and achieve those dreams and goals that I want to achieve, how the fuck am I going to do that when I'm beating my vessel up? When the one thing that supports my soul to be able to even exist in this world, I am destroying and I am limiting the physical capabilities of by not feeding it, by not taking care of it, by not loving it, by hurting it, by causing physical harm to it. How am I going to reach my goals and achieve my dreams and be the full expansiveness of everything that I want to be? Isn't there another way I can do this? One of the books that really helped me was this book called Brain Over Binge. I recommend it a lot. I listened to it on audiobook and I would listen to it like on my way driving to school. And it's been so long now since I read it. Obviously, I don't remember everything in it, but Actually, that was the book that started me on the path of getting really interested in the subconscious mind and learning how else the subconscious mind creates our reality because it really talks about disordered eating and how to heal it, attacking it from the subconscious level, which is the most powerful level to create change from. And that knowledge was, I'd say, the catalyst for the rest of my healing. But, and if you, if you, whether whatever your disordered eating is, right? Like whether it's binging, restricting, whatever it is, um, I, I still recommend this book because I, I struggled with all of it too. And it still helped me. Still, it took me years, not years, uh, yeah, a couple years to recover. Things that helped me, things that didn't help me. One, I had a friend and I'll, I'll share this. She, she agrees, we've talked about it. We were terrible influences on each other and we lived together and that did not help me. <laughs> I didn't, I really didn't have anybody else in my life really except for her who was aware or seeing me or, and at the end of the day, right, it's my choice. It was my choice, but I didn't really have anybody being like, hey, girl, when I started dating my boyfriend, he helped me a lot. I will say that like he kind of, for like a long time, I didn't even know like what's normal, like what I forgot, like I, I didn't know. And even my disordered eating started a long time ago, like way earlier as well, even before I had awareness of it. But I didn't even know how to like be normal. And he helped me with that and helped me to feel normalized in eating. Like that is normal. It is normal to eat. <laughs> and I've shared this before, but I took mushrooms and it was my first mushroom trip. It was, I just told a client about this yesterday too. It was so insane. I just before we took the mushrooms you know, it takes like a hour to hit or so. And I was in Joshua Tree and I wanted to take pictures. Like it's super hot there. We had a pool. I was in a bikini and I had these photos taken of me. And then I looked at them and I started fucking spiraling. I know girls will relate to this. Like I feel like hopefully you don't, but I think some girls might. Because <laughs> I think sometimes we do this to ourselves and it's like, what the fuck? Because nobody else looks at us like that. It's just us who spirals, like no one else is, just so you know, no one else is looking at you like that. Like everyone's accepting of you. And if they aren't like, fuck them. Like literally we don't need those type of people in our lives. But I can tell you one thing. I've never once looked at a girl and been like, oh my God, never once, never once. I'm always like, fuck yeah, go off. Like (laughs) 
Like I love when you see and can tell that a woman loves her body because our bodies are magical, magical. And I see beauty in all shapes, sizes, colors, everything. Like I really, really do. And I always have, I've always had that eye for other people. But for myself, I always struggled with it. I was always the hardest on myself. And it, it's pretty crazy, right? Cause you, you come to that awareness and you're like, wow, I, I don't think this way about other people. Why do I think this way about my fucking self? But anyways, looking at these photos, this is years ago now, obviously. Looking at these photos, I started to spiral and then the mushrooms started to hit. And I locked myself in the bathroom for, I don't know, hours, the whole mushroom trip, just stood in the mirror naked and was fucking spoken to by angels. <laughs> like, like, that was a moment where I really had that first initial and the download came many times after because healing takes time. And I had that realization of like, this is my body. This day that I'm living right now, right at that time in Joshua Tree and the sun, listening to music. I stayed at a really cool Airbnb. Like it was just a beautiful day. Like I'm able to live this day because of my body. Like, this is my vessel. I'm able to fucking channel through these, whatever, whatever was speaking to me, angels, guides, I don't know. I'm able to channel them through right now in this human experience because I'm in my body and I'm here. And I, I remember like getting so close to the mirror and just smiling, like how, how creepy, right? But it was like, if anybody saw me, they'd be like, what the fuck? But for me, it was such a spiritual experience. And I was just smiling at myself and being like, whoa, like, Brookie. Like I was seeing my little self. I was seeing her grown up. And then that really hurt me to think like, oh, I'm hurting. I'm hurting her. I'm hurting that like two-year-old girl, that three-year-old girl. I'm hurting my 14-year-old self who would dream about, you know, what it's going to be like when I'm 20 and the life I'll live and how happy I'll be and how cool it will be once I get out of my hometown and all of these things. Like I'm fucking crushing her dreams and I'm hurting her. Like I should be protecting her. I come back to this all the time. I apply this to everything, by the way, you guys. Like even when, and it, like the, it can show up in other things in my life now because one of the roots of it is like this shadow of, oh, it's hard to express because I'm still getting to it. I'm still, I know I'm still not at the core of it, but the best way I can express it is like this deep shadow because it's deep of not enoughness like the, the surface layer, the surface layers of that is healed within me, but I know there's something deeper because I see it in other things that I do. Like I need everyone to, and when I say everyone, I don't mean people in the world, but like, I can't have somebody in my personal life mad at me. Like it makes me really uncomfortable. And then when I ask myself why, it's like, because what does that mean about you? that you're not enough for these people if they, you know, don't like you or are mad at you or whatever. And sometimes I'll self-abandon what I know is right for myself to try to get people to like, I guess, love me again. There's some abandonment, abandonment wounds there clearly. Um, and I can trace this back to things in my childhood for sure. Or in the way that sometimes I'll get with my work. And this has been something I've been bringing so much conscious awareness to for years. But like I said, same with my eating disorder. Like it took me 
even when I was like doing the right things, like eating, <laughs> not hurting my body, like it still took me maybe two years to really get to the point where it was, wasn't a part of me anymore. It wasn't like a background program that I had to be like, no, 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 that's not how we think. That's not how we do things anymore. It took me a while and still like I get better and better with it. Like I, I would still find like weird things that I would do from time to time and just bring awareness to it and be like, okay, no, 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 that's not normal. And that's not healthy. We're not doing that anymore. And I'd stop the things one by one as I grew awareness for them. But in the same way, the thing that I've been working on more recently is like I said, the people pleasing stuff that's been coming up for me, but also in my work, this isn't a recent thing. This is like probably two or so years in the making, maybe longer but, and I've gotten way better at it. But even like I mentioned in that Instagram post that I wrote um, about the break that I'm taking or taking this break, I've, I've felt it come up a lot of this like, oh shit, am I doing enough? When I know I am, <laughs> when I, I definitely am doing a lot, but just always feeling like I need to do more. And for why, right? That, like, those are the questions I ask myself. Like, why though, bro? Like, what feels good to you? Are you happy? What do you want to do? So then why would you do something else for maybe what people are going to think about you? Or if you're doing something all the time, does that make you feel validated? Because then you feel like, well, then of course I'm doing enough. And of course I am enough because there's no more that I can do. And if you knew there was more that you could do, if you knew that you were relaxing, if you were chilling, if you were leaning back, that that would make you somehow then not enough right? It's complex and there's layers to it. And it's something that I'm just being really raw and real with you guys and kind of sharing with you as I dig into the deeper layers of it. Now, this is something that I really started to heal, like I said, a year and a half or two years ago. And so much of it I did heal. So much of that inspired the creation of my course scale, actually, like creating sustainable success and balance. But it's it's not that I don't walk it out because I walk it out, but that sometimes that voice is still in my head, right? Like going into taking this break, I, I started getting like anxiety, like anxiety. And then these thoughts would be like, well, maybe you can do this and do this on break and do this. And then I'd be like, no, no, because it's a fucking break. <laughs> like the most I'm doing right now is prepping these podcasts for you guys, but that's it. Even like I was going to prep TikToks and things, but then I've just given myself complete freedom to be like, no, I don't have time for that. And I'm not going to force myself to have time for it. Like I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to chill. So yeah, it's been something that I've been applying, working on for a long time, cleared the surface level of it, but it's just this deeper shadow that, like I said, is rooted in my childhood. There's patterns and through lines of it in everything in my life and friendships, relationships, work the way that I love and care for myself, which I love and care for myself deeply, but there's, there are those things. There's just those things, you know, and we're ever growing, ever evolving, ever healing. I don't believe anybody has ever fully healed. Like it's, it's the process of life. We're always improving. So this is the thing I'm improving on now, but to tie it back to body image, to kind of close that all up. I guess that that's a through line there too, right? How it affected me there. But anyways, <laughs> What I come back to here that I was trying to tie to body image is that I will think as I'm doing these things, like as I'm self-abandoning in relationships or in how I'm caring for myself or work or forcing myself to do more or abandoning my boundaries for the comfort of others or whatever it may be, I connect to not just the me in this moment, but my younger self. And I think like, would, would I do this to her? Would I tell her to abandon her own needs for other people, for the comfort of other people? 
Would I tell her to silence her needs? Would I tell her like, shh, like stop, like we'll get to it later? No, I would listen. I would want her to stand up for herself and have boundaries for herself and take care of herself and love herself. So I come back to that in everything, in everything. I think sometimes it's easy for us to self-abandon our, our current self. I don't know what it is. It's like this detachment from what you're actually doing to yourself. But then when you bring in your younger self into the picture and you see what you're doing and you imagine that you're doing it to her because you are, because you are, that's the reality of it. You are her and therefore you are doing it to her. It's just this holy shit moment of like, fuck, I don't want to do that to her. I don't want her to feel that way. I want her to know that she's perfect as she is, just as she is. And there's nothing she needs to do to be worthy, be deserving. And I want to support her and love her and nurture her to shine and to be her best self and to reach her goals and dreams. And you would educate your younger self on health, taking care of her body, taking care of her mind. So do that now for yourself. Sometimes it can help to think about, this is, this is like harsh, this is hard but it's real. And honestly, like sometimes we got to ground it from all the airy fairy love and light stuff. And we got to get hardcore and real with it and be like, okay, if I stayed on this path, if I kept doing the things that I'm doing right now with my disordered eating, if I kept thinking these thoughts about my body, if I kept treating myself this way, talking to myself this way, where will I be in three years if nothing changes? Yeah. And if I change, if I heal this relationship with myself, if I create a strong, nurturing, loving relationship with myself, where will I be in three years? If I nurture my body to perform at its highest efficiency, to have energy, to feel good, to have my brain be functioning normally, like let's not, let's not play here. I know that your brain's clouded when you can't, when you aren't feeding it, okay? What if I let my brain function at its highest capacity by feeding it nurturing foods and let my creativity be at its highest capacity, let my physical energy and ability to physically do things be at its highest capacity, really took care of my body, where would I be in three years? Where will I be in one year? Six months, three months if I do that because honestly, your life will change the second, again, comes back to deciding the second you decide to heal from that. And I want that for you so bad. Like I've been there, I've been there. And that's part of what I need to talk about more here because if I could help one of you from healing from that, I like even saying that like made me feel butterflies. That would mean everything to me. Because again, connecting to my past self, it's like if I could go back and tell Brooke, like that version of me, like you're going through this, but you're going to help people overcome this one day because you know it, like that would bring me to my knees in tears even back then. So sorry to close this on a bit of a heavy note. (laughs) I guess I'll I'll answer one more question super quick. And then, like I said, I have so many that I want to answer from this. So I'll definitely be answering more of your guys' questions in the new year. I'm going to save this to an album in my phone so I don't lose it. But I like this question. This is a good one to end on. It's really sweet. And it's simply, how are you doing? And she said, I literally can't wait for Align and Attract. It is life changing. Shout out all of my Align and Attract babes, angels who are in this round. We actually have guys in this round too. So shout out. And yes, we are on module, 
module. We're about to be on module three, and I'm so excited for you guys. I will link the waitlist for Align and Track down below and scale and everything. Also, by the way, Manifestation 101, I just added five new audios. They're so fucking good. I talked about them in the last two podcast episodes. So listen to those as well for more about those five audios. But I will link all of that down below for you too, along with the new year intention setting guide. Anyways, how am I? Thank you for asking. That's really, really sweet. I'm good. I'm feeling good. It's been crazy. November, start of December. It's been craziness over here. It's just a crazy time in the kind of work that I do with Arcane MLA and holiday orders. And I did an Align in a Track launch in November. And then, like I said, I'm getting ready to leave town for about four weeks. So there's just been a lot going on. It's been moving really fast. (laughs) And I'm really excited to get this time to really slow down after this just like crazy mind I'm seeing like a tornado that's just like crazy fast moving vortex that I've been in and honestly like I haven't gotten burnout in it either I felt really good like all the work I've been doing feels good like sitting down right now to record this feels good so that's been really nice I feel really I feel really happy with how my work is right now and my work is so much to me like when I say my work it feels weird to say my work because it doesn't feel like my work (laughs) Like my life is one harmonious unit I like to think of it as where my interests, my hobbies are also my work. So all of that's just been flowing and feeling good. And I feel like I've been growing and expanding. And I'm really excited, like I said, to travel, to just unplug, to be so present outside in the world. Probably will be off my phone a lot. I like to be off my phone when I'm traveling or at least at least while I'm outside of the hotel room, right? Like if I'm like chilling in the hotel room at night, maybe I'll update you guys on Instagram stories, things like that. But even when I'm sitting at like a restaurant or a cafe or a park, I'm going to New York. So I'm excited to visit Central Park, although it might be freezing. I don't know. I ha- I really haven't spent much time in New York, so I'm really excited for that. But just sitting and watching, observing, being, watching and observing myself, but also just the world around me and just being in awe. Again, those moments of like, holy fuck, this is life. (laughs) But yeah, I'm feeling good. I am feeling really good. And I'm really excited for this new year. I actually saw my angel number right now when I said that. I'm excited to get back onto my routines because I have fallen off my routines a little bit. And like I said, everything is a lifestyle for me now, but I do love, I do love a good routine. I do love a good scheduled routine. So I'm excited to get back on that. Actually, while I'm traveling, I do want to be making time daily for my morning routines. That's one of my December intentions, which I'm posting that post today. But by the time you listen to this, that Instagram post will already be up. So you'll see my December intentions. But one of those intentions is to get back on and maintain a solid supportive routine, morning routine, even while I'm traveling. So I'm really excited to do that. Like I said, it has been crunch time the last, definitely the last two weeks, it's been crunch time. So any free time I've had, it's been like packing and prepping the house to leave and getting my shit together. I need to go get my nails done after I record this. Running errands, getting just all the stuff together to travel And also behind the scenes in the business, just getting all that together to be away. I'll have assistants coming in 
to help some of the days, but I'm also giving my team a full holiday break as well. So yeah, getting all of that stuff together, it's been, it's been busy, but that's, that's the season, right? Like it's a busy season and then I'm going to go into total rest and relaxation and recharging. So yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling good. Thank you so much for asking. And Thank you guys so much for being here today, for listening to this episode. I hope it was helpful and informative to you. I have so many more of your amazing questions to read and answer, and I definitely will be doing that in the new year, but I hope this holds you over for now. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could rate and review. If you want to share on Instagram your favorite takeaways, I would love to see them. And yeah. (laughs) have the happiest of holidays and love yourself take care of yourself love others be extra kind and gentle with people this time of year a lot of people struggle this time of year so please keep that in mind and have patience for people you never know how much just your kindness or a simple smile could mean to someone how it could change their day and even their life so Just be a light out there. We really need it right now. People need it right now. And be a light for yourself too, because you deserve that. Okay, my love, I am sending you so much love and so much good fucking energy. I'll see you next time. Bye.